listening to Gratitude and Grace, a mindful approach to recognizing the abundance and positivity in your daily life. Discover how you can change your life by changing your thoughts. Here's your host and hope dealer, Jenna Drew Dancy. Hi, and welcome to today's episode of Gratitude and Grace. I am very excited you're here for this episode today. I have something I want to share with you that has really been the guiding light for me over the last few years. And that's what they call synchronicity. And when it comes to synchronicity, it's really all about recognizing the different areas of our lives that are coming together and leading us to where our destiny is. Now, before you think I'm a little crazy and wow, Jenna's got a little woo-woo today, I do want to share with you some very personal stories of how this has come up in my life. And the first one that I actually want to share with you happened about five years ago. So we had been on holiday in New Hampshire and we were up there for just the week after Christmas and celebrating New Year's Eve and getting some fun time in on the ski slopes. I had been a terrible snowboarder for many years and I finally got back into the practice and my husband is just like he's a rock star (laughs) as a snowboarder. He's so patient with me and was really teaching me how to get down the slope without rolling. (laughs) And while we were up there, we totally fell in love with the state of New Hampshire. It's just so beautiful with all of its nature, the weather. Yes, the snowstorms. While we were up there visiting for the first time, we had one storm where we got almost three feet of snow in one day. It was crazy. The next day, it's like nothing happened because they know exactly what to do with the snow up there. They are prepared. But also in the summer. So we had driven up there to check out the area because we were thinking about buying a, a, a vacation getaway or a, a cabin up there somewhere to escape the chaos of New York City. And so we did some trips in the springtime and, and just to see the weather. And we found the most beautiful place that's nestled in between the lakes. There's a lake called Lake Winnipesaukee up there that is just massive. It's 40,000 square acres. That is huge when it comes to a lake. And it's surrounded by mountains as well. So you've got the best of both worlds, the the lake in the summer and the skiing and snowboarding in the winter. So we just totally fell in love with this place. We had done some house hunting while we were up there and we had seen a few places and, and nothing really stuck with us. So then we went for our second trip and our third, and I think it was by the fourth trip, there was something that really stuck out. And I actually, I wasn't there this trip because I I believe I was working. Um, Whenever I was working full time, there was a portion where I had to work all weekends, no matter what. And this was one of those weekends. So Pete calls me and he says, Jenna, there is a place that you absolutely have to see. I'm in love with it you got to get up here. 
So we went, we checked it out again, and it was just gorgeous. And the house, it was designed by a contractor. His wife was an interior decorator, and it was just beautifully put together. Then you walk outside in the screened-in patio, and you just close your eyes, and you can hear the stream just flowing in the background. So you have this beautiful music from nature with the stream and the animals and the birds, and it was just very peaceful. And we absolutely fell in love with it. So after we, we go through the whole process and, and we ended up getting the house and, and you know, just claiming it as our own and we totally just every time we're up there, we still fall in love with this place. So we're getting settled and this was probably a few months after we had, we'd got the home and we were in the kitchen and putting things away and, and unpacking and, and decorating and figuring out what fits where and and Pete was outside and and I was in there and you're just kind of embracing the home because it it was just so so relaxing and then I you know I take my turn I go outside and I get a box and I come back in and Pete's standing there and he's holding this locket and he says is this yours I, I found it sitting right here on the the window seal and I looked at him I said no that's that's not mine we should probably reach out to the the previous owner see if it's hers and as he handed it to me though to take another look at I actually opened it up and it wasn't a locket actually inside there was this cream it's hard to describe because I've never seen a necklace like this before but there was some kind of cream inside and I I just held it up to my nose and I took a nice deep breath. And as I breathed that aroma in, because it definitely had this very distinct aroma, I was placed in my great-grandmother's bedroom with her going through her jewelry box in her closet, because this is something fun that we used to do together. She would tell me these stories about where each piece of jewelry came from. And these weren't expensive pieces. Most of them were actually costume jewelry or or just fashion jewelry that she loved because she loved to piece all of her outfits together and top it off with some piece of accessory. That was just gorgeous. So this this aroma just brought me back to her. And most of you don't know this, but my, my great-grandmother is actually, in my opinion, my guardian angel. I felt a very, very unexplainable and indescribable feeling after she had passed. Like she was there just comforting me. And I remember waking up right after she passed and in the middle of the night and just feeling like she was holding me. So I know that she is one of my guardian angels. So when I was sitting there with this locket, smelling the aroma and just being transported back with her, I knew that was a moment that I was meant to be in. I was meant to be in this home. I was meant to be in this place where I was in my life. So that was one of my favorite stories of this synchronicity that happens in our life. But it's not the only one, actually, that is very fitting 
with our, our home in New Hampshire. So as somebody who has moved a lot, and I mean a lot from from every year during my undergrad year to sometimes twice a year to you know pretty much every other year after college for quite a while, for about 10 years, <laughs> I've had multiple addresses that I've needed to remember and know for shipping and billing purposes, right? So when we were getting settled and, you know, sometimes I would send some things up to New Hampshire and when it would go in the mail, I'd have to know my, my address, right? Of course. So as I'm learning the zip code and trying to get this memorized, I remember I was, I was ordering something and as I was typing out the zip code, it finally hit me why this number resonated so well with me. And our zip code there is 03254. If you look it up, it's it's called Moultonboro, New Hampshire. It's very beautiful. Like I said, it's nestled in the lakes and around mountains. But that's the zip code. And when it finally clicked to me how this relates to my past, I almost fell over because I... I, I don't even think I actually ordered what I was meaning to order because I was just shocked. I think I, I just couldn't stand it. I had to call Pete and let him know, oh my gosh, you can't believe this. So growing up, I played a ton of sports. I loved softball and volleyball and track and and whenever it was available and through high school and other sports, I always got the number three. So that was my my go-to number. I totally loved it. And that was what I always picked. So three was a very special number for me. There's also three siblings in my family. I'm that middle child, so there's three of us. So very is fitting with my family too. But the number 254, that was actually the beginning phone number of my childhood home landline 254 and whenever I had this realization I was just I was shocked it was another moment of synchronicity where I knew that I was in the right place and where I was meant to be now recently Pete and I got married um, last August and I had found the perfect dress. I had gone shopping with my my mom and my sister and some friends and family. And, you know, we just had such a good time looking at dresses. And I found the perfect dress that first day. And I remember trying it on and just feeling like it was meant for my body. You know, it just fit all the curves the right way that I, I don't really have that many, <laughs> but it gave me some that I have always wanted. And it just made me feel like a goddess. I felt perfect in this dress. So I went and I ordered it. I didn't even think about trying on wedding dresses anywhere else or any other dresses after I found this one. It was my dress. So we ordered the dress. And for any of you that have planned a wedding before, the wedding dress can take quite a long time to get in. And so I ordered it. It finally gets in in July. I go in to try on my dress. And meanwhile, this is about six weeks before our wedding, 
right? So not a lot of time for alterations. So I try on my dress and it is huge <laughs> on me. I mean, it doesn't even remotely resemble the way that the dress fit me because it was just so big and the size was ordered wrong. Now there wasn't enough time to reorder a dress. The alterations place that I went to, they wanted to charge me just as much as the dress to have it altered. And I was not okay with that. I would have rather found something different or borrowed a dress or, or done something instead of spend all that money on alterations. So oh, I leave the appointment very upset, very frustrated, and not sure what to do next. Fast forward, you know, I'm trying to find different places that do alterations and none of them have availability. So again, very frustrated, not knowing what to do with just a couple weeks to go before my wedding and not having a dress. So I was actually visiting a friend and this was whenever I lived in Nyack and I absolutely love that community. I had the, the most amazing neighbors and support and friends and family there. And so I was visiting a friend and I was actually going with her, my neighbor, to get some alterations done on this dress. I was trying it on to see if somebody else could do the alterations that needed done. And I also had another outfit that I bought for a brunch the next day that needed a couple of tweaks. So she was in there. We had the appointment. It was amazing. We leave. Again, happy that she can work on the, the second outfit, but frustrated that my dress is not, my wedding dress is not going to be altered because it's just a little too complex for what sewing system she had. Whew, so still not knowing what I'm going to do. My neighbor and I, we leave the tailor. As we're walking across the street, I see a friend that is you know, driving. Actually, she was riding her bike. She was riding her bike with her boyfriend. And she owns this beautiful art gallery in Nyack. And she just stopped because we hadn't seen each other in a couple weeks. And she was getting ready to go on vacation out west. And literally, this is the, the only moment they had during the day that was free before they had to finish packing and get on the road to the airport. So we run into each other, and she asked about my wedding dress because she knew the story and what was going on. And I told her, you know, there's, there's just no way. I'm not finding anybody that can help me alter this dress. And she says, well... You know, upstairs, I don't know if it's your style and I don't know if it will fit you, but I do have my daughter's wedding dress. It's absolutely beautiful. You're welcome to try it on and see if it will fit you. So <laughs> as most of you that are on here that have gotten married before or have borrowed clothes from somebody, you might be thinking, uh-oh. <laughs> that was kind of my first thought, right? Like, oh no, what kind of dress is this going to be? What is it going to look like? So I said, okay, I'll try it on more just to, to please her. And so another friend owns a lingerie store that's literally right next door. So she brings down the dress from her art gallery I take it over to the lingerie store 
and my friend gets on her way. And so we go in and the owner, she says, oh, sure, you know, come on back. We'll try it on in the store. Let's do it. So fully again, I'm, I haven't even unzippered the bag, so I have no idea what this dress looks like. So we unzip the bag and the dress it is, it's beautiful. It wasn't quite what I had pictured wearing on my wedding day and totally opposite of the style of the dress that I had picked actually. So I thought, well, why not? Let's try this on anyways, right? And yeah, they'd said it's been altered, so it's a little bit smaller than what it what the size actually says. It may be a little too tight here or there, but but let's try it. So we take the dress out of the bag, and I I put it on. My neighbor comes in and she helps me zip it up. It fits perfectly. I mean perfection. It's not too tight anywhere. It's not too loose anywhere. It actually fits me lengthwise with the shoes that I was planning to wear. Everything about this dress is perfect. That just doesn't happen, <laughs> especially when it comes to a wedding dress that has already been altered to fit somebody else. It just doesn't happen. And I remember I looked in the mirror and I remember feeling so overwhelmed because again, I had this moment of synchronicity where everything had to line up perfectly that day for this to happen. I had to have the appointment, the original alterations appointment at exactly the right time. We had to leave at exactly the right time and be walking across the street at the exact time my friend was riding her bike. And she had to be right in front of her art gallery, which is right next to the lingerie store where I tried it on. Everything lined up perfectly. And I remember just being so overwhelmed and and not necessarily because I, I was going to wear that dress on my wedding day because there's, you know, ladies, there's tears when you actually find that dream wedding dress. But because that moment made me realize that I was marrying the man that I was meant to be marrying. I was marrying that man that I was going to spend the rest of my life with. And that was my sign, that wedding dress. So looking back, there are all these moments in your life that are perfectly lined up for you. You just have to be able to recognize them. And the secret to this recognition is being present and being mindful and having your priorities straight to know what's important for you, to be able to recognize you know, this abundance, to be grateful for what you have in your life and to be open to having this positive mindset. So I didn't end up wearing that dress of my friend's I ended up finding a miracle worker for my alterations and wearing my own wedding dress. But that's not the point here. The point here is there are clues that are lined up for you to let you know that you are on the right path. You just have to look for them. And truly being present, truly recognizing 
what's in your life, the abundance, going through your daily gratitude list. Those are tools that help you recognize it. Thank you for letting me share these stories with you. They have been big moments in my life that have all made sense. And one thing that I do want to share really quick with you is there's a couple of things that are happening here in Gratitude and Grace that I want to share with you. And the first thing is we have a brand new gratitude journal that is coming out. It's in the final stages of production. I can't wait to get this thing out to you because it's it's amazing. It's such a fun workbook and journal to go through. It actually includes a seven-day gratitude challenge to help you get into the practice of gratitude and take the guesswork out of practicing gratitude. So it makes it really easy to get started with some written prompts and exercises during the challenge and then space to write daily gratitude for the next 90 days. This journal is going to be released on May 23rd, so mark your calendars. We're actually going to be pre-selling this. So you can go to lifedefinedbygrace.com slash journal to get all the details on the gratitude journal. Can't wait for you to see it. I, I know you're going to be just as pleased with this as I am. And the second announcement I want to make is the next few episodes, I've really connected with some, some other women out there in the online space. And I've been getting this calling to not just share my messages with you, but to share the messages of other women who are very empowered, who are recognizing their abundance and celebrating it with positivity and gratefulness. So in the next few episodes and throughout this podcast, there's going to be a mix of not only my stories, but also introducing you to some fabulous women who are really embracing gratitude. So stay tuned for those next episodes and let me know what you think. You've been listening to Gratitude and Grace, the number one podcast for people who want to embrace abundance and positivity daily. Don't forget to grab this week's show notes and free resources at lifedefinedbygrace.com. If you love this week's episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. 